Actually, we're going to start something quasi-new. It's going to interface with everything we're talking about. Um, it's going to be on Kuftes Vav Amad Aleph as a Mishnah. We're going to need the Rambam. I sent it on last. I'm sorry I sent it so late on the chat. But we're going to need Rambams and tours. But uh, we'll give you a chance to get it if you don't have it in front of you. So the Kuftes Vavam and Aleph, it's going to interface with something that we did a long time ago. But we're going to now, it's going to, we're going to look at it from the perspective that we're talking about, about Matzil Atzmo B'Mamon Chavero. And again, we can talk about, we, we were talking about the Rodef or the Nirdaf saving himself with his friend's Mamon. And, but now we're also going to talk about saving money with your friend's mama. Okay. Can I use, can I save my money with your friend's money, even if I'm willing to pay for it? Okay. So let's, let's start with, this is going to be a complex uh, discussion with a lot of sources. So we're going to start with Kuftes Vavam and Aleph at the bottom of the page. There's a Mishnah. Let me take this Gumar better. Okay, so the Mishnah says, everybody, I think yeah, we should get started already. It's already 619. Okay. Everybody sees a famous case. And we, we've talked about it before in, in another context. Everybody with me? Yes. At the bottom. So two people are walking. One guy has a barrel of wine. One guy has a barrel of honey. Obviously, honey is much more expensive <coughs> than wine, um, even in those days. Okay. So, nizdika chavishel dvash. So the the barrel of honey cracks. So the honey is going to start dripping out and be lost. So let's assume that the barrel of honey is worth five hundred dollars, and the bar- that same barrel of wine is worth a hundred dollars. So. The owner of the barrel, he's a good Samaritan. The, the owner of the wine is a good Samaritan. He sees that the guy's $500 wine, uh, honey is going to be lost. So Shafach Zed Yeno, he pours out his wine down the drain. And he uses his fixed barrel to save the, the honey. So he saved the guy's $500 honey at the expense of his $100 wine. So now that's the scenario. Of course, why are we in court? Before you get to the din, you got to know what's the scenario, what's the issue? The, well, the issue is that the Baal Ha Dvash would like to be paid, I'm sorry, the Baal Ha wine would be like to be paid $100 for his wine, right? right? Because I dumped my wine. So, and what does the, the Baal Ha Dvash say? Well, again, you know, you, we, we don't like to think like this because he's such a, that's not very nice. Right. He says, I'm very sorry that I asked you to do that. I didn't ask you to do that. And therefore, meaning he gets the value of the use of the barrel. How much would somebody charge to use a barrel for honey? Plus the amount of time he spent saving the honey. Basically, it's like, you know, uh, he, he, the fact that he threw out his $100 wine is irrelevant. How much would somebody pay for the, for the, for the use of what you did? There's a rental on the barrel. There's, there's, there's time for labor, and that's all you get. Next. What happens if before the owner of the wine spills out his wine, he says, right, he says, I'll spill out my wine if you pay me for the wine. Okay? And then he does it. So then, no sinlo demei shall chayv litinlo. So then, the owner of the, of the honey has to pay the value of the wine. Is that a finish? Did he agree? Did the owner of the honey agree? Or, or well, was this, uh, Well, he spilled out his... Oh, he asked this, for it. It's, it's, it's not clear in the mission. It says, Yeah. Anywhere that the, the Mr. Honey agreed. Well, let's. Well, he didn't I, say I'll pay for it. Before I That's even ask your, answer your question, 
could you get could you see a court case where he said I agree? Or then there's no court case. Wait, who said I agree? The Sorry. the the owner of the the owner of the of the honey said, yeah, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Then there should be no case, no. He says you'll pay me for the he so, so the Gemara so the Gemara's okay. gonna introduce. I'm not gonna do this. I just because we're gonna I don't want to get sidetracked because this is a whole different sugi. I think we once talked about it, but the, the Gemara talks about a case where a guy's running away from, from Goyim and he comes to the ferry and he's got to get across. Okay. And, 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 and the guy says, I'll only take you across if you give me $500. The normal fare is $50. I'm only going to take you across if you give me $500. And the guy says, okay, go ahead. And then he takes him across and then he hands him $50. Hey, you promised 500. Yeah. Too bad. I was joking. I wasn't serious. Yeah. In other words, verbal commitments, when they're not reasonable, are not binding. Okay? It could even be when they're reasonable, they're not binding. Because it's a verbal commitment. It was a verbal commitment. Anyway, so the Kiddush here is, is that I would say the Kiddush is, of course, if he says, I agree, he's got to pay. But I think even if he didn't say, I agree, as long as he was quiet and says, Mapitom, I'm not going to pay you for I'm not paying you for the wine. Before he throws the wine away. Right, as long as he didn't protest, he's committed to pay, because it's clear that the guy only did it. Alda said he's going to get paid. He said because he spoke it out. Let's read the next case. I don't want to get too sidetracked on that. Shot of Nachal Chamoro v'Chamor Chamero. There's a flood, and both Ruven's donkey and Shimon's donkey are being washed into the river. Shalo Yafemana v'Shal Chamero Matayim. His donkey is worth a hundred, and his friend's donkey is worth two hundred. Right, and he can only save one donkey. He niach et shalo, He said, "Hey, my donkey is only a hundred. It's can I to save the two hundred dollar donkey? And I'm sure that I'll do the guy a favor, and he'll give me for my hundred dollar donkey." Sorry, all he does is he gets payment as a as the wage earner for saving the two hundred dollar donkey. Then but if he said in advance, I'm going to save yours if you pay me for mine, then he's, then he's bound to pay. Okay, that's the mission. Let us skip now. I don't know if you realize that, as we frequently ask, did we need both cases? Did, wasn't the principle established after the first case? Okay, so that's the Gemara on Kuf Tezayin Amud Aleph in the middle. Two dots. Shotaf Nahar Chamor V'Chamor Chavero Shalo Yafemana. Says the Gemara V'Tzricha. Why do I need both... Why do I need both the case of the donkey and the case of the wine? Says the Gemara Tzricha. Diyash meaning kamaisa, meaning if you would have only told me the case of the honey and the wine. Hasam hu dechipiresh yoivle dmei kule mishum dibiyadayim kapasi. See, in the case of the wine, the Chiddush is the second case. Okay? That, that he said... I'll, you're going to pay me for my whole wine. And then the guy actively threw out his wine. So when the guy actively threw out his wine, you got to pay. But at the end of the day, he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything to lose his donkey. He passively didn't go after his donkey. He went after the other donkey. So in the first case, he actively destroyed his wine. So of course, he's entitled to get paid for the wine. But in the second case, when even though he said, I'll, I'll save your donkey and you pay me for my donkey, since you didn't destroy your donkey, it was only a passive loss of the donkey, maybe the guy doesn't have to give him more than the schach. In other words, you realize that the default here was that even if he said, I will save your donkey if you pay me for my donkey, the guy's not bound to do that. There was no Kenyan, there was no commitment. So the Kiddush is that even when he didn't actively destroy his donkey, the, when he said it like that, the guy has to pay for the donkey. So that's why we need the donkey case. All right, so let's just say the donkey case. Then the opposite goes. In the donkey case, if he just went to save without saying anything, then he only gets schar. Uh, he, he didn't do anything active to entitle him to get paid for his donkey. And therefore, tzricha. But in the, in the wine case, even if he didn't say explicitly what he's going to do, but since he actively destroyed his wine, that should entitle him to get the wine. So the Reisha has to tell me no. So he knows, I need the Reisha to tell me 
that even when he actively destroys it, if there was no deal, no agreement, and no statement in advance, he doesn't get anything. He only gets char. And the safe is that even when he made an agreement, but it was just memela, he gets full, he gets payment for the donkey. So we need both cases. Okay, next. And here's it, here it is. Yorad lahatzil. Okay, so he he made the deal. I'm going to save my donkey. I'm going to let my donkey drown, and you're going to pay me for my donkey. Okay, and he saved the guy's donkey. Uh, everybody following the scenario. He said he said I'm going to save your donkey, and you're going to pay me for my donkey. And the guy agreed, and he saved the donkey. But guess what? Allah shalom elof. And the guy's donkey in the end didn't drown. <laughs> he didn't drown. He worked his way out and he got saved. So Ruvain, who saved Shimon's donkey, is saying, You got to pay me for my donkey. And Ruvain and Shimon is saying, Hey, you didn't lose your donkey. Why do I have to pay for your donkey? Okay, everybody hear the problem. But Ruvain said, well, We made a deal. I'm going to save your donkey. You're going to pay me the value of my donkey. That's Ruven's benefit, meaning Ruven's donkey was drowning, Shimon's donkey was drowning. Ruven said, I will let my donkey drown if you pay me for my donkey and I'll save your donkey. And he saved the donkey. The fact that the miraculously, quotation marks, Ruven's donkey was saved. That's not Shimon's business. Shimon doesn't benefit from that. Ruven benefits from that. Mishmaya Rachme, that it was some Rachmana, some schus that Ruven had. Okay, look at Rashi. Look at Rashi. Allah, Yorad Lahatzilo. Got to go back to the first Rashi. Yorad Lahatzilo, Almanachitin Odmei Shalom. Ruven went in to save Shimon's donkey. Almanach, that Shimon's going to pay for his donkey, for Ruven's donkey. The Allah Shalom of Mahu. What are the two sides of the suffix? Says Rashi, Mi Amrinan, Meikara, De Afkare, Ki Avudami, Umechayev Lohe Achlishlume, the Hara Zachabe Mare Mehefkara. Do we say like this? That when Ruvain and Shimon's donkeys are both drowned, and Ruvain says to Shimon, I will let my donkey drown. And save yours if you pay me for the value of my donkey. And Shimon says yes. So at that moment, it's equated with Ruven being mafkir his donkey. He was mafkir his donkey. By agreeing to save Shimon's and let his drown, that's a hefker on his donkey. Well, once he was mafkir his donkey, donkey's hefker. And now that donkey climbs out of the river. There's a hefker donkey walking around. And Ruven goes, gets it. Odilma kiva de solik solik. Right? Or do we say, no, 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 uh, that, that he got his donkey back. He got his donkey back. So there was no loss. So therefore, Ruben shouldn't have to, Shimon shouldn't have to pay anything. So the answer is, Mishmaya Rachme, says Rashi, We're going on the side that, as far as Shimon is concerned, he agreed to pay for the donkey. And therefore, he's got to pay. The fact that it ended up coming out. That's Ruven's benefit, and Shimon doesn't benefit from that. Okay, Pinchas just joined us. We're on Kuftet Zion Amud Aleph. Pinchas, exactly what just before it gets wide. Now the Gemara gives a, a concrete example to verify that halacha. Remember, the issue now is whether the issue is whether we say the donkey was made hefker by his agreement to save Shimon's donkey and let his donkey drown, and then. If it became Hefker, Reuven gets to keep it. Or no, no, no. <laughs> the only agreement was you're going to lose your donkey. I'm ready to compensate you for your donkey. You didn't lose anything, so I don't have to pay you anything. Kihadar of Safra. There was a case with Rav Safra. Havi ka'azil b'shayarta. And they were going with a, you know, the, they were traveling in a, in a, in a caravan. Lavinu hahu ari Every night they were being followed by a lion. Well, that's pretty dangerous. You don't want that lion coming into your camp. So, how do they protect themselves from the lion? Every night, they used to sacrifice one donkey. Send it out to the lion, let him eat a donkey, and he'll leave us alone. Okay, so every night, somebody had to chip in their donkey 
obviously they were traveling with a lot of donkeys, and they made the cheshbon. It's worth it to everybody's going to sacrifice a donkey. Every, one one person every night sacrifices a donkey, and it saves the whole shayar. Okay. When it was Rav Safra's turn to send out his donkey, Shodar Lechamra, he sent out his donkey, the and the lion did not eat up the donkey. They wake up in the morning, the donkey is still walking around. Rav Safra quickly went out and he was made a kinin in the donkey. Omar lay Rav Acham ediftul Ravina lama lay lemiske be nehi dechi afkere adaita de arye afkere adaita de kule alma lo afkere says Rashi kodem Rav Safra kodem she yachsik ben acher shari hefker so we're trying to prove that when you give it up it's hefker and when you get it back it's yours trying to prove just like we said earlier, is that when the guy agreed to let his donkey drown, it's tantamount to hefker, and then when it comes out of the river, he's being zochem in a hefker, and therefore Shimon, Shimon has to pay for the donkey, just like Rav Safra needed, here's the point, Rav Safra needed to be zochem in the donkey. It says Rav Safra went to be zochem before anybody else. So you see that he made it hefker. So we want to say just like when he sent the donkey out, he made it hefker in order to save other people's donkeys. I mean, now there's the reason he sent that out is to save the, 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 um, the caravan from the lion attacking it. So it's like he sent his donkey to save other people's donkeys. He made it Hefker, and it's Hefker. So the parallel is that when I let my donkey drown to save your donkey, I made it Hefker. And therefore, I, and therefore if it came out alive, I, 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 get, I could be Zoha in it. So says Ravina, Says Ravina, why did he have to make? Why would he have to be zochet? His whole hefker wasn't a general hefker; it was a localized hefker. He didn't make it hefker to anybody. He made it hefker for the lion. I'm hefker for the lion, but I'm not making a general hefker. Knows he's saying he didn't need to be zochet in it again. He didn't need to be zochet in it again. Okay, so why 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 did he have to? Why, what's going on here? It's not it's not it's not comparable. Says Rashi, meaning really, really he didn't need to be Zoha in it again. Really, it wasn't a real Hefker, meaning they're undermining the proof from Rav Safra to our case. Now, it's not clear what our case would be like. It's not clear what our case would be like. We're going to see in the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch how we're going to pass that. But let's keep reading. Okay. Now, here's a real interesting case. This is really tricky. All right, so Ruvain made an agreement with Shimon that Shimon has to pay for Ruvain's donkey because Ruvain says, I'm going to let my donkey drown to save your donkey, and you're going to pay me for my donkey. The Lohitzil. And Ruvain failed to, to failed to success to save Shimon's donkey. So what does Ruvain want? Ruvain says, You agreed to pay me for my donkey. Okay. And Shimon says, I only agreed to pay you for your donkey if you save my donkey. And Ruvain says, Yeah, but I let my donkey drown. Everybody hear the conflict here. Says the Gemara, ain't lo elasharo. He only gets payment, meaning if he would have saved the donkey, the deal is on. But he didn't, he didn't do the job, so he doesn't get paid. Everybody hear the, 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 the conclusion? Reasonable or unreasonable? I'm not hearing any responses. No opinion? All over the place. You're, you're muted, Yaakov. Now you're frozen, Yaakov. <laughs> Yaakov, you're frozen. Josh, did you want to weigh in? 
Uh, sure. It's hard to imagine somebody getting a full reward if he didn't actually save. In other words, why would, um, if, if the wage is $10, right, I'll save 200. It's like a finder's fee. I'll, I'll, I'll save 200, I get 100. To, you know, to obligate the guy to lose his donkey and then get 100 seems a little bit outlandish. The only reason I was willing to save your donkey is because I know that I've guaranteed to try to, to let my donkey drown is because I've got I've got a guarantee that you're going to pay me back for my donkey. Yeah, if you save my donkey. Okay. <laughs> so I hear what you want to say. Now look what the Gemara wants to say. Aceve. Aceve. Hasokher is a poel. It's almost your case, Josh. Hasokher is a poel. Lahavi kruvidur maskanin apparently means. Um, um, Cabbage and prunes, lechole. Okay, so you're hired to bring food to a sick person. The halach, and he went. Umutso shemes. You saw a guy's dead. Oshahivri, or he's healthy and he doesn't need the food. So now the guy wants to be paid, and the mishalech says, "Hey, you didn't do the job. <laughs> you didn't. At the end of the day, I didn't need your job." Notin lo scharo mishlam. Got to pay full salary. What's what's that last word, mishalim? Scharo mishlam is a phrase that the Gemara uses to mean full payment, full wages. Ah. Scharo mishlam, mishlam from the word shalem, not to okay. pay but to be complete. We've had that before. Scharo mishlam, we we had that before, right? When uh, a, when a when a worker is hired to do a job and uh, for some reason the job can't be done, right? You're hired to. Uh, to, to, to irrigate, a, to irrigate a, a field and the field got irrigated by the river, does he have to pay scharo mishlam or only poel bottle? The contrast to scharo mishlam is, is poel bottle. Okay, so it says you got to pay full wages. So l'chayr, the Gemara views that as a kasha. I, I agreed to, I agreed to, I did my job. I did my job. I tried to save your donkey. You got to pay me for my donkey. So I'm sure, Josh, you're thinking about this already yourself to make a distinction. Says the Gemara, at the end of the day, did the shlech do the job? Yeah, the shlech did the job. He took the food. The fact that there was nobody to take it to, that's not the shlech's problem. At the end of the day, here the shlech didn't do the job. The job was to save the donkey. He didn't do the donkey. The job wasn't to go fishing around for the donkey. The job was to save the donkey. That's basically what you wanted to say, Josh. Okay? All right, everybody get good? All right, we're going to skip the next little piece and go to go down to the next two dots, Tanu Rabbanu. And this is going to bring us back to our the case of the donkey on the boat that they had to throw the donkey off the boat to save the people on the boat. Okay, this is going to be it. Tanu Rabbanu on Sfina. Everybody see where I am? It's a, okay, it's a third of the way down the page. It's the next two dots. Tanu Rabbanu on... Kuf Tetzayin on the base. We've been on Kuf Tetzayin. We just turned the page. We were at Kuf Tetzayin on base. Now we're on Kuf Tetzayin. On Aleph, now we're on Kuf Tetzayin on base. Tan Rabban, Sfina Shaita Mahalechet? Exactly. Sfina Shaita Mahalechet Bayam. There's a boat on the river. On the river. Omar Aleyah Nachshol. And a storm or, you know, waves started battering the boat. Litova, where it was going to sink the boat. The Kilu Mi and they had to start throwing off um, uh, baggage. Okay. Well, now, how do we figure, how do we apportion the loss? Okay. In other words, there's no, we're not, we're not in our, we're talking a regular normal case, and then something unexpected happens, and they got to start throwing off suitcases. Well, <laughs> why should they throw off my suitcase and not your suitcase? So whatever suitcase they throw over, Everybody has to participate in that in, in compensating the owner of the suitcase. Okay, now how do you do that? In other words, let's say there were there was um, a thousand pounds of suitcases, and we had to throw over a hundred pounds of suitcases. Well, wait, it's not if I brought on a fifty-pound suitcase, and you brought on a two hundred-pound suitcase. It's not fair that I should have to pay as much as you. Are you guys following the, how, how we're going to apportion this? So I brought on 50 pounds out of 1,000, and you brought on 200 pounds out of 1,000. 
So you had 20, you had, you had 20% of the weight. I have 5% of the weight. When we threw over a hundred pounds, so I should only have to participate and compensate the owner of the suitcase 5% of the value. You should have to compensate him 20% of the value. Does that make sense? Uh, 20% because my weight was only 5% of the load and your weight was 20% of the load. There's no factoring in what they paid in freight charges to get that stuff on the boat. Mm. Would the guy with 10 times as much have paid more to get on the boat in the first place? Why would that, why should that matter? We're talking about, loss. I don't know. <laughs> We're talking about the loss. And those, the guy whose suitcase was thrown overboard. Okay. So he had his loss. How are we going to apportion that loss? So one way to apportion it is by weight, but there's another way to apportion it. My suitcase that I brought on board are the, the th- let's assume for a simple, for argument's sake, that the thousand pounds was worth a hundred thousand dollars. So every pound is worth a hundred dollars. So I brought on $5,500 worth of merchandise and you brought on $2,000 worth of merchandise. So do we go, do we apportion it proportional to the value that everybody had on the boat? Remember, if the boat would have sunk, I would have lost $500 and you would have lost $2,000. So we threw over a suitcase worth $10,000. So do we apportion it by weight or do we apportion it by value? That's the issue. Says the Gemara. Okay, in other words, because what was causing the boat to sink? The weight. Not the value. So, so your 50 your 50 pound suitcase was contributing less to the problem than my 200 pound suitcase. So therefore, I'm less responsible for what's going on, and therefore I participate less. Says Rashi. In other words, or we, there's another way we can we can figure this out. We got to decide how to throw over suitcases. So we decided everybody has to throw over. There's a thousand pounds of suitcases. Everybody, we need everybody to throw over 50 pounds. There's 10 people, a thousand pounds. Everybody has to throw over 50 pounds. So you've got a 50 pound suitcase that's full of gold coins. And I have a 50 pound suitcase that has copper coins. Wait a minute. Your your 50 pound suitcase is worth $10,000. And my 50 pound suitcase is worth $500. So it says, no. Everybody has to throw over the same weight, not the same value. Okay? Notice we're not talking about compensation. We're talking about how do we figure out how we go. We need to, we need to unload 100 pounds. So everybody throws over the same weight. Okay? That's whatever incredible. one guy throws over, the other guy has to throw over the same weight. Okay? Again, we'll see this in the, in the halakha a little bit more. But this is, this is where the, the Raivan and the Rambam are going to lock horns. Okay. Um, all right. Let's now. Yeah. I think. Okay. We then, of course, we skip now to Kuv Zayin Amadbeis. We saw that Gemara. So I think we're ready now to open some Rambams. Uh, can I just go ahead, yeah. please? Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm for taking things, but um, this din of mechavshin lefi masoi lefi mamon. In your example, that's the classic example, obviously. I mean, isn't that problematic? We're saying like this. That the, that the, have, uh, no, no, let me say exactly what's happened. There's a thousand pounds of suitcases on the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, heard, I heard it all. And the only way we can save the boat is by unloading a hundred pounds or 500 pounds. So do we say everybody, ha- again, I, th- I think the assumption is, is that every, everybody brought on the same weight, but the value is very different. So how do we figure out what suitcases to throw over? Everybody has to throw over an equal weight of suitcase or an equal value of suitcase. So it says equal weight because at the end of the day, it's not the value that's causing the boat to sink. It's the weight that's causing the boat to sink. This has really got my brain firing because I'm in the area of, risk and insurance and so on 
So I don't know where this thought is going, but the focus is on what was the peril and addressing the peril as opposed to what was the loss or what was at risk. Okay, I see that lawyer Yaakov is also nodding his head, so apparently you're on the right track. I can't see Pinchas. I'm not. Video, I'm, I'm, I haven't processed the next step of the logic. It, it struck me as a big kiddish that it went it's, it's, that way. It's responsibility for the peril. There are percentages of responsibility for the peril based on how heavy your stuff is. Not, and we're not going to look at the ultimate result of how much each person lost. That we don't care about that for this because we go by how much your luggage contributed to the risk. Okay. That was very well said. And you realize how this interfaces with the honey wine case? Because what we're saying, when we're only paying the guy for his wages, what we're saying is, we're not interested in how much money you lost. We're right. interested in what you did. Okay. What did you do? What you did is, you rented, you rented out your barrel, and you spent a, an hour helping the guy, well, that's worth a certain amount of money, okay? We're not interested in your loss without, unless you make it a, a condition. Now, it's not built into the interaction that you should be compensated for your loss. It's built into the interaction that you should be compensated for your work. Okay. Can I ask a question? No, please, go ahead. Well, I get my rabbit. Why, why aren't we addressing the, that the last person who put on his luggage is the person at fault. Because Who's going to answer that question? Who's going to answer that question? Before we see the Rambam, before we see the tour, where that's going to be answered, who can answer that question? Can you repeat the question? Why don't we... And there is a Gemara where like five people sitting on a bench, and like the last guy who sits on the bench, he's the one who caused it to, 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 to collapse. So... Here too. Oh, don't, you know, this case, this case, when they got on the ship, there was no risk. Nine what, guys versus what, ten guys. That didn't change the risk until a storm came. No, I, I, I didn't hear anything about storms. I heard about. And you waves. didn't see the, I'm sorry. Then you're not. I then you, you tuned in later. You didn't see the Gemara. Okay, thank you. The Gemara is so, talking about a boat that's in the ocean, and a storm comes, and now they have to unload. They have to lighten up the boat so that it doesn't sink in the ocean because of the storm. But then we're saying that. If it was the last guy's, we didn't say anything about that. That was yesterday's. That was that was that was Sunday's case. That was Sunday's case. And I was I I didn't sleep for three nights because of that question. Since Sunday, you heard Sunday's case. Yes. Okay, so Sunday's case. Sunday's case. The Gomorrah. Let's let's remind ourselves of Sunday's case. Okay, so let's go on Kuf Yud Zayin Amud Base. We'll just remind ourselves because I see you forgot. And it's and this is exactly where the Rambam and the Rivet are going to lock horns. Okay, thank you. It's Kuvu Zayinam and Beis. Let's see it again. The, the first wide line. Who gavar the Akdim, the Asik Chamer lemavra, Kame de Salk de Sliku Inish bemavra. So you remember there are a lot of different Girsos here, whether the guy came on first or the guy came on last. Okay, and you see on the side, Ayn Barosh, Girsa Acheret. But we'll use our Girsa for now, and then we'll see the Ramba. Akdim ve Asik Chamra Lemavra, Kame Desliku Inshi Bemavra. He brought his donkey on, according to this Girsa, before the people came on. There's another Girsa that he brought him on after they came on. Right? So, boy, at Buye, and the boat's going to sink. He threw the donkey overboard. Why, why doesn't he have to pay? He saved, he saved himself. They, they all saved themselves at Ruvain's expense. Why, why, does, why, does, why, doesn't, why don't the people have to pay? Why, why doesn't either the guy who threw the, boat, uh, the donkey over or maybe all the people together, according to what we learned, maybe the people have to chip in to, to pay for the donkey. The donkey was a rodef, Rabba the Tamei, and then he quotes the whole story where Rabba holds that if the nirdaf, that if the nirdaf damages, I'm sorry, 
that if the that if the uh, that if the bystander damages the rodex kalim, the bystander doesn't have to pay. So here we're talking about, and the near duff certainly doesn't have to pay. Here we're talking about the near duff damaging the rodex kalim, so he should be potter. There's again, we saw the rush. You want, do we need to see the rush again? Where the rush had a different gear set. It has okay. questions. Does the donkey come on first? Or does the donkey come on last? If the donkey came on first, why is he a near? Why is he a rodef bechlal? He was fine. It was the last guy who emptied the boat who, who put the, too much weight on. Who's anybody want to try to answer that question? See, look at Rashi. So Rashi clearly doesn't have the word akdim. Rashi has the word asik chamer lemavra machlis chamor lespina meiver anarva hoyubo anashim. Rashi clearly understands that the way you would like to understand it, David, is that Thank the donkey you. came on last. Okay. Apparently, if the donkey came on first, then why are you calling him a rodev? Thank you. Okay. Anyway, so let's see now. So let's open. Let's reopen the Rambam. But what we want to do is we want to see two Rambams. We 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 saw the we saw the Rambam in in um, in Chovelumazik, but what we're going to see first is the Rambam in Gezela Va'aveda Perik Yud Beis. So that's where we're going to start. Gezela Va'aveda Perik Yud Beis. Gezela Va'aveda. Okay, Gezela Va'aveda Yud Beis. We're going to start there. This is not the case that we had before. This is not the case of the donkey. Okay. This is the case of the wine and the the wine and the honey. Let me just find it here. Got it written down here. Halacha Yud Aleph. Yud Beis Yud Aleph. Why do I see here? One second. No, we got to go back. We got to go back to you. It's in Yud Beis. We're in Yud Beis. But we're going to start earlier. Go to Gimel. Go to Gimel. Yud Beis Gimel. Okay? I'm going to run through a lot of halachas here. Everybody Yud with me? Gimel? Yud Beis Halacha Gimel. Okay? We actually touched on this when we did certain halachas of, 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 uh, of Aveda, but this is going to be, I don't think we saw this. Hiniach Avedosa. Vihichzir Avedas Havero. Which he's not chayiv to do. The earlier halacha is you're not chayiv to give up your thing for his his mitzvahs. If there's two avedas, yours and somebody else's, you're not mechuyiv to, to return his. Okay. Which he was not required to do. All he gets is pay. He can get he can charge money for doing it, but he can't be compensated for his aveda. Keitza. Our case, which was worth 100, which was worth 200, which he was not chayef to do. If there is your Aveda and the friend's Aveda, even though your default was, hey, it's a mitzvah sashavas Aveda. But mitzvah sashavas Aveda, you got to do before you worry about your money. So we say, no, your Aveda comes before your friend's Aveda. You're no worse than your friend. But he did it. He let go of his Aveda to save his friend's Aveda. And so his, his Aveda was lost. Ain lo elescharo. Ain lo elescharo roi lo. But im omar lo atzi let shelcha v'atanotin li dmei sheli. Oh, you know, he said it in front of the guy. Or the guy's not around. Hit the bifnei bezdin. So he just informed bezdin he's going to do it. So you see that the guy doesn't have to agree. All the guy has to do is not protest. If the guy doesn't say mapitom, all the guy says he's quiet, then he's going to be liable. Chayv litin lo, dimei shalo. Meaning, we're paskening mishamayim rachmen. 
meaning he didn't deal with his own donkey. Therefore, he gets what was promised, the value of the donkey, and he doesn't lose it because his donkey was saved. He left his donkey go. He's entitled to what was agreed upon. But does that mean if he managed to save it, he managed to save it himself and the other guys at the end of the day? That's a different. What what do you think? What do you think? Be medaic in the language. I hear that. It does make a phrase Dan's question. Okay, I promise that I'm going to let my donkey drown and I'll save your donkey because you're going to pay me for my donkey. And the guy agrees. And he saves, Ruven saves Shimon's donkey and he sees that his donkey is still savable. And he goes and he saves his donkey. It didn't go up by itself. He saved his donkey. Yeah, there's two ways in this Rambam to say that he does not get paid for the donkey. Because? One, he says, um, the only way it got saved was because it was Rahmanis Shemayim, whatever the language was. Well, the Rambam was. doesn't say that. The Rambam doesn't say that. Oh, I thought I heard you say that. The Rambam doesn't say that. The Rambam says, So it's pretty clear from the language yeah. of the Rambam. Rambam. It doesn't say that the donkey ended up not dying and I don't care why he didn't die. It seems to matter very much why the donkey didn't die. It matters very much why the donkey wasn't lost. That was a great question, Dan. But I think it's very meduyak from the Rambam that if after Ruven saved his own uh, Shimon's donkey, he sees that his donkey is still savable and he goes and he saves it, so then he didn't let his donkey drown. The deal was, I'll let my donkey drown and lose it to save your donkey. Well, yeah, the way he wrote it, he makes it clear. He says the reason why he's entitled to get paid is because he was low in the Sussex. Low in the, oh, wait a minute. Who is low, who is low in the Sussex? The, the Ruvain who was saving Shimon's donkey was not Miss Asik in his own donkey. Right. And therefore, even though the donkey didn't drown, he gets, to, he gets paid for it. Mashma that if he would have been this sake in his donkey to save it, and he succeeded, he wouldn't get paid. I, I don't agree. I, I think he said... Wait, wait, wait. Rambam... It, wait. I, before you tell me you don't agree, I want to know whether you don't agree with my pshat in the Rambam or you don't agree with the Rambam. I don't agree with your pshat in the Rambam. Okay, now I'm good. Now, 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 I'm, now I'm on safe ground. The, 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 the Rambam, the, the deal was that I'm not going to be... Osik was my donkey, and I'm going to be Osik in your donkey instead of my donkey. I kept that agreement, and now you owe me the money. Now I'm a free man. If I want, I can be Mitasek with my donkey, and even if it comes up with, on its own, I kept my part of the bargain. I was not Mitasek with my donkey. I gave full attention to your donkey, and it worked. Baruch Hashem. Now I'm a free man. So then, okay, so now let me first show you the language of the Rambam that doesn't agree with you. And then I'll show you why you're making a false assumption. In other words, two, I, you're, I'm going to, well, you're not correct, coming and going. Look at the end of the Rambam. Since the donkey came up by itself and Ruven didn't do anything to save his donkey, he is a, now he is now entitled to whatever was agreed upon. Sounds My, like sounds like if he was Miss Asik in his own donkey and it wasn't Oleme Ela, but he actually succeeded in saving it, then he's not entitled to what was agreed upon. It, it, it goes. It goes against my my sense of logic. There we. That's why, that's David. That's why I asked you at the beginning. Are you arguing on the Rambam, which you just now said you're doing, or you're arguing on the on on the on the way I'm learning Pshat in the Rambam? So now you're I, arguing I, I, on the Rambam. So I'm let not, me explain I, to you now. I, where I, wait. I, listen. Let I, me finish. I, let I, me I, explain. I, let me explain to you where the Rambam is coming from, and why. Now I'll show you why the Rambam. It's not he doesn't agree with your logic. It's that you don't have the assumptions correct. 
So the Hamoro is, is worth, his is worth 200, Ruben's is worth 100. Okay? So remember, if he made no deal, if he made no deal, all he gets is Chak. But now read the next words, what the scenario is. Im Omar lo, atzil et shelcha, v'atanoten li, dmei sheli. What does that mean? What do you say? The may really just sounds like the amount of may shall be the value of my donkey, but well, but you have no loss on the donkey. The Rama, I'm telling you how the Rambam understands it. The first thing you have to agree with me that according to the language of the Rambam, if he saved it, he doesn't get paid. That's that's clear in the language of the Rambam. He only gets paid if it's Allah may a love ho of Lonisasik. That's clear in the Rambam. Now you want to know why. Well, your, your logic is very nice. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, I did exactly what I said I was going to do to get paid. So you should have to pay me. That's what you're saying, Doug. Yes. But the Rama's answer is the deal was atanosinli dmeshali, meaning the word dmeshali means you're going to compensate me for my loss. Well, there was no loss. If, if, the, if there was a, a theoretical loss, and it was Mishdat. The Rambam is basically accessing Mishomayim. The, the Rambam, he doesn't even Mishomayim. It, it's that, it's that the, the donkey came up by itself and he didn't do anything to save the donkey. Mashma very clearly that if he would have done something to save his donkey and succeeded, then there's no loss. And he does, he's not entitled to money. Josh has a question. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering over here. We saw in Rashi and... It, it seemed to be clear that the Gemara was taking it that way, that the mechanism of Mina Shemai Merachimle is really that it became Hefker and he took the animal from Hefker after he had saved the other one. He had done a shlichus. Um, and, and then once he, he takes it back from Hefker, the deal, the deal is done. Is the Rambam saying that the Hefker had not happened because he still had the ability to save it at this point? Like the, the hefker happened later, and that was the that's the chiluk in mechanism here. Believe me, I was thinking I had exactly that was what I was waiting for. That was what I was waiting for. In other words, if you have a question on the Rambam, that's the question on the Rambam. It's, wait a minute, didn't we understand that when he lets his donkey drown, it becomes hefker, and if it's ola me'elov, he's zochem in hefker. Okay, that's your that's that's your question, Josh, right? Yeah. So, what difference does it make whether he succeeded in saving it or got up by itself? So that first Gemara with the he had to reclaim it, and we yeah. questioned why. Exactly. We decided. We decided. That's what Rashi says. David, you like that? You like David, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. So that's Thank a great. You. I was bothered by that. That's that's a good question. So the answer has to be, again, you, you agree, again, let's, we, we always have to decide, are we trying to understand the Rambam with our question, or we're arguing with the Rambam on our, because of our question? Let's, let's understand how the Rambam deals with this. It's very clear the Rambam doesn't agree with that question. For some reason, the Rambam is not bothered by that question. If the Rambam says quite clearly, I mean, oh, I can't say explicitly, but it's very implicit that according to the Rambam, if the guy is misasek and he saves his donkey, it's not Olamei Elav, but Reuven afterwards goes, you know, he, 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 he died for, the, for Shimon's donkey, brought it up, and then he dives for his own donkey and pulls it up. He gets nothing. He gets schar. He gets schar, but he doesn't get paid for his donkey. Can we agree? We got to first agree that that's what the Rambam holds. Yes. Everybody said that's what do you can the Rambam. So now we have Josh's Kasha. Hi, what happened to the Hefker that he was Ochem and Hefker? When you phrase it like that, I hope you see where the answer is coming from. The answer is that if he went after he saved Ruven Shimon's donkey, he dives back in to save his donkey. That means he wasn't Mafkirit. It's only Mafkirit when he doesn't save it. When he doesn't no. save it, when he doesn't no. save it, then then that's indi- that's an indication of Hefker. and then it goes yeah. up. Into some, I, 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 I try to, to make wait, wait, just a minute, just a minute. Again, I repeat, I repeat the agenda here. Would you like to argue on the Rambam? No problem, no problem. But if you're not gonna, but if you agree that the Rambam says 
that there's a difference whether he saves it himself or it comes up by itself, then you have to understand the Rambam. And I'm trying to explain to you that if the guy ended up saving it himself, it's an indication that he wasn't mafkirit. Whereas if it came up by its, if he saved it, if he saved it. But if it went up by itself, there's no indication that he wasn't mafkirit as soon as he agreed to go save Shimon's donkey. That's got to be what the Rambam holds. If you want to understand the Rambam. If you want to argue on the Rambam, you can say it makes no difference. But if you understand, but if you if you want to understand the Rambam, and the Rambam does make a difference between, I'll put out all the all the pieces on the table. Okay, the Rambam holds that there's a difference whether it comes up by itself or you say A. B, we decided that the reason why you get paid and get to keep your donkey when it goes up by itself is because there's a, a dimension of hefker. If those two things are correct, the only explanation of how they work together is that when he goes to save his own donkey afterwards and succeeds, there was no after. That's how I understand it. Josh, are you happy with that? It seems it has to be that way. <laughs> okay. That, that, again, I'm, I was bothered by your question, and that was the only way I could understand. <laughs> because the Ramam is very clear. The Ramam is very clear. Okay? As clear as he can be. Okay? Um, okay. Yeah. Um, let's go on. Let's, let's read on. We got sidetracked. Okay. Um, yeah. What about Yorah Dalit? Dalit. Yorah Lahatzil below Hitzil. He went down. He let his donkey, donkey drown, but he failed to, to, to save Shimon's donkey. Okay, this is more in Hashavah Saved. I don't want to get sidetracked on this. Okay, again, I don't want to get sidetracked on that. And now he wants to be paid for his wine. He can just charge as a whatever the whatever the cost is to save the, the honey, i.e., rent on the barrel and time that he spent. See, the Ramam had to say that because there was a default in the Gemara that I get to keep the, the honey. Your, your barrel broke. It's dripping honey. Free spraying. I got a barrel of wine. Well, what's the status of your honey? It's on the way to becoming Hefker. Because if I don't step in, it's gone. If I don't step in, it's gone. So there's a discussion in the Gemara that maybe not only do I get paid for my wine, I get to keep the honey. So the Gemara says, no, no, no. If it fell on the ground, then it's Hefker. But as long as it's still in the barrel dripping, it's not Hefker. That's what the Rambam is alluding to Okay. Um, yeah. All right. That is. Yeah. Okay. I think that's all we need from these Rambams. We're trying to talk about the Just, first or last. What? We're trying to get to whether the donkey was first or last. Or the last person. Yeah, yeah no, that's, we're boat. coming to that. We're coming to that. Yeah, Just okay. take a quick look at Zion, because you, since you guys were wondering about this idea, well, he promised. He promised. Why does he promise? Well, what, 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 uh, right? Misha, Misha Baruch Zion. I think we once saw this. Misha Baruch Mileta Suri. So he's, he's running away out of, out of jail, and there's a ferry to take him across the river. The Omar Lo, Havi Reini. He told the, the owner of the ferry, take me across and I'll pay you a dinner. A dinner was a very high price for, for, for transportation. And then he got to come across. 
He only has to pay the standard fare of getting across the river. Okay? But if he was a fisherman, and he told the fisherman, stop doing the fishing and take me across, where there's a loss, so then he has to pay the whole thing. In other words, a promise to do something that's not reasonable is not a binding promise without a Kenyan. But if it's reasonable, in other words, it's a reasonable thing, the fisherman stops and he's going to charge more than the normal fee. It's not unreasonable that he should get more than the normal fee. Okay, that's basically what we need from this Rambam. Let's now go back to our other Rambam. Chovelu mazik. Ches, chovelu mazik. Okay? Ches, chovelu mazik. It's just, it's the next section. Okay? And this was our Rambam about the donkey. Okay, and again, here we're the Rivad, and then we'll, we'll get into the tour base Yosef to see how everybody deals with it. Okay, so again, now we have more context of the Rivad's argument on the Ramba. Says the Ramba. Okay, Tesvav. Okay, one second. Let's see whether I need to go back to get some more context. You know what? Let's just read your Gimel and your Dalit for context. All right. Tell, tell me where we are. I spaced out. Perik Ches Chovelu Mazik is actually the next section in the Ramba, right after the section we were in. You don't have to turn very far. Perik Ches Chovelu Mazik. Let's start with Yud Gimel. Okay, this is the whole din of Rava, Rodef, Nirdaf, bystander, who pays what for damage. So let's get Yud Gimel. Nirdaf. Sheshavar Kalim shall rodef. Potter. Okay, the Nirdav breaks the rodef's Kalim. He's Potter. Why? Lo yemamon chavi migufa. Because the Nirdav was allowed to kill the rodef. So if the Nirdav's allowed to kill the rodef, you can't say, oh, you could kill the rodef, but you got to pay for his Kalim. Vim shavar Kalim acherim. But what happens if the Nirdav broke a third party Kalim? He's Chayev. Because the Nirdav is not Chayev Misa. The Nirdav has no right to break other Caleb. If the Rodev breaks third-party Caleb, the Rodev is Potter, because he's a Rodev, he's Chayv Misa. But the Nirdav, the Nirdav only is Potter if he breaks the Rodev's Caleb, but not if he breaks the Nirdav's Caleb, not if he breaks the bystander's Caleb. Here's the key line. The Nirdav was trying to save himself from the Rodev by breaking the bystander's Caleb. That's very nice, but you may be allowed to do it, but you certainly have to pay. But Misha Rodaf Achara Rodef, Lohoshia Hanirdaf. But what if the bystander is running after the Rodef to stop him from killing the Nirdaf, the Shavar Esa Kalin, and the bystander broke Kalin? We saw this in Rava. Ben Shal Rodef, Ben Shal Kol Adam Patur. And Lominadin, really, the bystander has no exemption from breaking Kalin. And the bystander is not 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 in danger. The bystander is not chayv uh, misa. Uh, Why is that? Where, where's the bystanders get out of jail free card? Lominadin el takana hu shaloyinna melahatzil ois ma'amei aviyayin beishenirda. It's a legislated exemption so that the bystander won't hesitate. Okay, now our case. Svina shechashva lihishaver mikoved amasui. What does that sound like? Which case does that sound like? Does that sound like the donkey case? Or does that sound like the storm case? The storm sounds like donkey, just because of the weight. I think it's a storm case. This is sounds exactly like the storm case. Okay, sorry. Now, that 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 the, the boat is going to break because of COVID Amasui. Doesn't sound like anybody's at fault. And it doesn't sound like it sounds like again, this is going to be the Ravid's argument. But we you, you don't want to put words into the Ramam's Ramam's mouth. The Mehen, the he killed me Masal, Potter. Well, see, so now it already, wait a minute. 
But in the storm case, we didn't say they're putter. All the discussion was is how we apportioned the payment, right. the luggage that was thrown overboard. Here it sounds like if you threw over the luggage, nobody has to pay. So this, and here, now let's see the Raven, because the Raven says, wait a minute, what's going on here? Is this like the donkey case or is this like the storm case? It seems like it's a combination of the two cases. But, the, and the din is a third din. <laughs> yeah, it's a different, it's a whole, it's a different, it's not the case of- yeah, In the storm case, we make, it was in the storm case, we're figuring out how to apportion- Equally. The loss of the stuff that was thrown overboard. Right. In the donkey case, we're saying you're putter. But this doesn't sound like the donkey case, exactly. Let's see the Raven. And then we'll see again. We'll see the Magad Mishnah now. Now we have much more context. Oh, wow. It got late. Oh, wow. Okay. It's, it's, it's hard to keep time when you're having fun. All right. So we will pick up the Raven and the Magad Mishnah next time. And we will have a tour based Yosef. If you want to know what tours you need to bring. Okay. I mean, there's a couple of... The, the, one of the tours is just, you'll see quickly, an Iron Rage base or Rage Iron base. But the main tour that we're going to need is... Where did it go? Ugh, I don't have it. I wrote it down. The main tour we're going to need is Rage Samach Dalid. Okay, I'll, 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 uh, I'll text it to you on Sunday so you'll know what, what so we're going to need. We'll finish the Rambam here and Rage Samach Dalid and Tur, Tur Beis Yosef. Okay? Okay. okay but, uh, look, a big Yasha Koach to everybody. The campaign, the, the matching campaign was simply off the charts. We're, we're wow, going to finish by the time tonight. We, we, we had a big bonus round, a big bonus round. And by the time, it, and we extended the time. And it looks like we're going to hit the bonus round. We're close to it. So thank you to all the matchers and thank you to all the donators. Yashikoff. If you want to watch it, it's Kadai to go see how we're getting closer and closer to the goal. I haven't checked for an hour and a half. It could be we're there already. <laughs> okay. Yashikoff to everybody. Have a good job. Cold too.